Welcome to Mates That Create. Today we're talking to Jackson Field, who rose to fame on TikTok through his viral mockumentaries telling the untold stories of our favorite movies, from Harry Potter to the Marvel Universe. We discuss how friendships have been severed and the difficulties of navigating this path alone. Hey! Wrong jingle. This isn't Baron and Pei Show. We'll do the intro afterwards because the jingle's not true. Okay, true, true, true. Welcome back to Mates That Create. Today we're joined by The Real... The real? The Jackson the Field. The Jackson, Jackson yeah. Field. Not Jackson Field. Yeah. The not, one and only. Not the Jackson Field by choice. The Jackson <laughs> Field by... Um, Nature? Situation, yeah. unfortunately. Jackson Thank you Field was taken. So, Instagram username. so we just picked you up from the airport? Yes. You're getting the full Byron and Pace treatment? Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Thank yeah. God. Um, where have you flown in from and, and why have you flown in? Uh, I flew in from Brisbane for a Christmas party. Shit, yeah. Yeah. I mean, business trip. Yeah. Yeah, I business flew in trip. for a business trip. <laughs> business trip. Yeah, in yeah, case yeah. Um, the ATO is listening. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, I'm um, excited. We met you at an Amazon Prime event. Um, we kind of hit it off, got lunch with you afterwards, you and your mate, and we're just kind of been chatting, and uh, you're a creator yourself. Yeah. You've got to uh, make you some really good content that I'm a big fan of. You make some uh, very funny content. Crushing it on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram simultaneously, which we've found very difficult to do. So congratulations. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, one of the things uh, I guess we're trying to unpack here is, is basically help people find a roadmap for content creation because it's quite a new industry. A lot of people don't really have, there's, you know, there's no real recipe. I mean, there are, but <clears throat> it's always good to see see what your journey has been. So like, when did you first start and why did you first start? Um, I first started posting on TikTok in 2020, like a lot of sort of yeah. people. Like I was, I just come back from um, Canada. I'd finished my electrical apprenticeship, went on holiday to Canada and then the pandemic hit. So I was kind of stuck in quarantine for a while. And then um, I was just like, I thought TikTok at the time as well was still like, I thought it was like a kid's app kind yeah. of thing. And I was like, oh, people are posting videos. Like, I'll just see, I'll just have a, like a mess around we, on it. We, we talk about like the guardian angel who first gets you onto TikTok. Did you have someone who like was like, oh, you should be posting on this? Like, or was it just you found it naturally? I just, I just found it. Yeah. I was just like, I'd heard about it and I was like, oh, I've heard it's a, like a pretty addictive app. So I was like, oh, I'll give it a go. Yeah, nice. And then, um, yeah, and I posted like a few kind of like crap videos because I was like, oh, anything will blow up on here. And they didn't. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, checks out. Maybe this takes a bit more um, effort than I thought. And then I made I, my first video that I actually put time into. Mm. And um, it got like 2 million views. Well, Ooh, speaking, well, speaking of your first crap video, we've <laughs> got it here for you. Oh, fuck up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this is... Uh, I, so, okay, so I actually started posting on Facebook first. Oh, so this shit. Is a, this is a video I posted for Facebook. And... Facebook has completely changed its algorithm. So it's, it doesn't work the way it used to. It used to be like, you like a video and all of your friends see like whatever video you like. Oh, yeah, so yeah. the growth was like so easy. Yeah. Now it's like all al al alg algorithmic. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. Well, this is still the first video on your TikTok, <laughs> which I like. I love it when people don't take it down just yeah. because, you know, you got to see where people started. But let's have a listen. Humble beginnings. Let's have a look. Um, <laughs> is the Bluetooth thing? Uh, yep. All right. Oh god, there's a really cringe joke in this. Behind every phallus is a story. If you're looking to improve your phallus drawing skills because you think it's funny, then this isn't the course for you. It all starts with an idea. <laughs> this is better. So this is a masterclass. Concept, yeah, 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 yeah. I just constantly got like monsters. Yes, yeah, so do I. I get them all the time. Yeah. And the ads are awesome. Or anything like that. No, we have a name for those kinds of different traditions. 
call them dicks. Oh, Chef curvature is always a tricky one. You don't want it too straight, it looks unnatural. Too curved, and it's just unwieldy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Richard Bate, and this is my master class. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. You know, I had this idea. Really? Well, because I got so many masterclass ads. Yeah. I was like, they have a very specific formula. And I was like, it'd yeah. be so funny to mock one of these. Um, I, I think I... S- I also have seen some people mock them. I've seen one on birds. Have you seen that one? It was like someone did. Was that you? No, no. Oh damn! That I'm, cool. I'm like, yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I saw a guy who did like a um, on like bird watching or something, and he took a piss. And oh he was no just way! Like, but yeah, that's that's actually that, a that's better quality video. First video I've ever seen for sure. Hands down, <laughs> that's the best first yeah. video we've seen. Normally they're just like the most creators have like shitty videos that have no correlation to their current content. True, but that's true. still aligns. It's obviously nowhere near as good as your current content, but it still aligns. I've, I've always wanted to, like, filmmaking has always been, like, my main focus. And mm-hmm. so I guess, like, that's always been something I've tried to incorporate. So I've always used, I've never used my phone for videos. Like, I've always used a camera. Tried to have the same workflow as in the film industry, like, film, put into an editing program, like, mm. do all that sort of stuff. So what was the first, so where, so if that, obviously, that video is well edited, curated, scripted, all the rest of it. So that's not where you started. What would have been like the first thing that you posted online? <laughs> um, the first thing I posted online, I used to make... And um, does it exist anywhere? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been wiped. I have completely wiped it. I used to make, when I was like 14, I used to make like gaming videos mm. and I would make, I made like Fallout New Vegas playthroughs um, with commentary, obviously. And uh, just like a few games like that. Like I played like the original Dark Souls and stuff mm. like that. And through doing that, I tried to like, because I don't know, like gameplay videos are pretty boring. But like that helped um, kind of like educate me on how to construct videos and just using the editing programs. And like I used to do like MLG edits and stuff. So learning to do like all the basics like green screening and stuff. That's kind of where I first started editing and making videos. Yeah, cool. Yeah. The same as me. But oh, my, really? Well, I mean, mine are like... Still on YouTube. Fires are still up. Yeah, there. yeah. It's like I did like lightsaber battles. Yeah. And I used to keyframe the lightsaber frame by frame. So I'd do like two minute battles and I'd be, it'd take me like 10 hours to do one lightsaber. Be like, oh, true. And then I'd have to do the other lightsaber. Yeah. Then I'd have to add all the sound, fac- sound effects in. So like every time it hit the lightsaber, you'd be like, <laughs> so it was just like on After Effects on my, my shitty computer. Yeah. But that's kind of like, yeah, same as you. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's where you, that's where you, that's where you where where start. That's where it's formed. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Who were your content inspirations? In, in who was your, what was your content? Insp- like, who were you watching basically? Like in order to be like, I want to make videos like this or this, or was it film thing? Um, a lot of it was like, uh, Key and Peele. Mm. Oh yeah. Key and Peele. Like growing up as a teenager, I was like, these guys are like peak comedy. Cause they like, they do skit sketch comedy, but do it in like a really cinematic way. And I was like, this is like the kind of stuff that I want to do. Yeah, they're hilarious. I used to watch all their videos. Yeah. And like Freddie W, did you watch him? Yeah, dude, yeah. Freddie W's the goat. Yeah, he, sure. was, he was so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much where, that was definitely like what inspired me to sort of do the same sort of thing. And I've always wanted to be, originally I wanted to be an actor, but like you need to be an actor, you need credits. And like mm. to get credits, you need credits. So mm. like, so I was like, oh, what if I just like write my own stuff and act in my own stuff? So I mm. kind of get the best of both worlds. And then it just kind of evolved into, I like just more of the production side, mm. side of it. 
So that first video we saw, got it has like 4,000 views now. So I imagine when you posted it, it probably would have had like a couple hundred or yeah, whatever. So, so like considered a, a flop, right? Yeah. Now by like now, now your standard. And you mentioned you had a, a video, your first viral video. It's on 2 million views, right? Yeah. So it's this video here. Let's it's have a look. It is. Do you want to set the scene? Um, so I was also playing a lot of Animal Crossing at the time in quarantine. And... Um, and yeah, I just had this this idea here. To be honest, a little bit cringe. Okay, you know? all but the best uh, ones are. Yeah, but here we go. Have you guys played Animal Crossing? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Uh, this it. would be even more cringe if you didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simple, love simple it. yet effective. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you create the sound and everything? Um, yeah. So I like actually went into the game and like had um like a little microphone like next to the game on my like little switch, and I was like, you can kind of like I think you can hear in it like my tapping, right? <laughs> like the button, like. You didn't just Google like Animal Crossing sound. <laughs> it, do- it just doesn't exist. Really? Yeah. At the wow. time, it was just like playthroughs and stuff like that, right. and all of them have commentary. So mm. trying to find sounds is like impossible. Mm. So. Yeah, I had to just go in there. Old school. Manually. Yeah, yeah. So h- how was that experience? Two, two million views. How, like, was it immediate? You posted it and you were like, holy shit, we're on. Yeah, it was like the, the day of, I think, the day I posted it. And it was like surreal. Like, I just, yeah, it was just crazy. Just, I had to turn my notifications off yeah. on, on TikTok because it was just like constant, constant, constant. And um, it was a pretty good feeling. I was like, oh, there's something <laughs> here. There's something here. Like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. yeah. And so what, what, did you like start to double down? You're like, oh, I'm going to keep doing more of these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, well, this is like, you know, I'm still not really doing anything. I'm still in quarantine. I was like, all right, let's see what I can do with this. And so I made like a whole Animal Crossing series and then got kind of, that kind of got stale a little bit. Like I didn't want to be the Animal Crossing guy because that, mm. that went to like the top of the Animal Crossing hashtag. Like right. it was like trending. And um, I didn't want to be known as just like, the Animal Crossing guy. Yeah, yeah. That would fu- that would suck. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. <laughs> and, the, yeah. and the game fell off a cliff as well. Oh, dude, didn't it? It just absolutely died in a hole. So I was like, all right. So I branched out, and then since then, I I, I kind of like hopped from, um, kind of like uh, what do you call it? franchise to franchise. So like, I went from Animal Crossing to like did a lot of Harry Potter stuff, and then I did some supernatural stuff, and then just like each community kind of mm. thing, like making a couple of videos mm. for each community. That's smart. Yeah. Like, so at, at that point, you've had your first viral video. I'm guessing that's the biggest video you've ever had on any platform, like at that point. Yeah. Does anything change in terms of like, are people reaching out to you? Are people recognizing you? Does your life change in any way? Or is it just the like, you're, you're at home, but you're like, oh my God, now I'm inspired because I believe that this can work. Definitely. Um, it didn't really, nothing really changed that much. Um, definitely as I started to get a little bigger things changed with some of the friends that I was friends with at the time um so like (laughs) a lot of a couple of my friends had always we'd always talked about making videos together and stuff like that and we never had um but then as I started to get bigger I guess they got like a little bit salty about it really and um yeah so like I found out that they were just kind of like talking a lot of like you know 
talking a lot of bad things about me behind my back and stuff yeah. like that. Like making fun of you for having like an Animal Crossing video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like we'd be talking about videos and stuff like that together. Or I'd be like, oh, I've got this really good idea for a video and I'd like tell them about it. And then I'd make the video and they'd be like, yeah, man, like, you know, he stole that video from me, like all this sort of stuff. Like, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. So, Fuck. Um, but besides that, not not that much changed. I've only been recognized like, three times in real life yeah so yeah so that's a, a call out to anyone uh who recognizes jackson <laughs> go up and say hi because it feels good i mean as you're saying that yeah. you've got like a nine percent australian audience yeah, yeah. so it's like yeah. i've had a couple of people that i've like spoken to and they've been like oh yeah like i thought i recognized yeah, you the yeah, other day yeah. but i didn't want to say anything mm. yeah yeah oh, i think it's a lot of that i always say it's like a porn star classic tiktok yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. people like look at you they're like where have i seen this person yeah. It's like the same porn star vibe. And they just like, I've seen you somewhere, but I can't put my finger on it, you know? They seen you on the internet somewhere. That's right. And they do the awkward, like, filming you when you do one of these ones. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes, like, directly at the camera. Yeah. Like, are they filming me right now? And so what was, like, you've you started creating content. Were you, like, were you being disciplined with it? Was it just for fun? Like, I think for you, it, it feels like it was very organic. It was just like, well, I'm, I'm in this industry. I want to create films. I'm just going to do it and put it on TikTok anyway. Yeah. As opposed to like, how do I gain the TikTok algor algorithm? How do I grow a following? It felt like you were just kind of doing it out of fun out of, and out of boredom. Yeah, yeah. It definitely started that way, um, just doing it for fun. And then I kind of got into, after like the first year, I kind of got into this like weird little like hole of being like, I've got to hack the algorithm. Like I've got to, if my video doesn't do well, then I'm a piece of shit. Mm. Like mm. I just completely based like my self-worth and my value off of like how a video would do like, because I was constantly in fear of being like, oh, that's it. You know, like I'm the Animal Crossing guy. Like I, that, that's it. That's yeah, all yeah. I have kind of thing. And so I was constantly worried about um, just not, I don't know, just fucking up and, and mm. not having another video be successful. And um, I really like burnt out after it. And I had to just take a break for a couple of months and then come back and like just start making videos that I found funny and that I liked. And, and I think my videos have been more successful than ever since I did that mm. rather than like making content for the sake of it and being like, people will like this. Like instead of trying to follow the, the trends or whatever was funny on TikTok at the time, mm. um, I found those videos that I would do like that just didn't, they weren't the same. Yeah. You know, they're pretty soulless. Well, I think it's like, you say you don't want to create content for people. You create content for yourself and then you're going to attract the right people who like that content anyway. Yeah. Whereas if you're creating content based on the algorithm, based on what people want, um, obviously, there's an argument to create content on what people want, but if you just create content that you love and it is it, and it is good quality content, then you're going to attract those people that enjoy it anyway, theoretically. I think so. And there's a certain degree of like you have to be critical about what you're doing and, and analyze like, all right, this video didn't perform well. I enjoyed making it, but how can I tweak it so that it's it aligns more with the things that do perform well, but it's still fun. You had a few big videos, like five, nine, um, x million. Yeah. This one I think is your biggest video. Um another video. <laughs> and is it's it, about is it, is it on shorts or it's about Keith. Keith, yeah. Yeah. So let's have a look at this one. This um, is this is one of the the rare times where a part 2, I think it's a part 2, has done better than the original video. Mm. Right. Yeah. Usually like they kind of like the series falls off after the first one, but this well, was like And he, the 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 part one, part two, part three thing is is a is one of the most tried and tested strategies for like not just getting views but also followers. Mm. Um, <coughs> so this is part two of Keith, 
and I think someone like 18, 19 million. My name's Keith, and I clean up Avengers level threats. Yeah, you find all sorts of things in the rubble of a desolated city. Dead animals, dead people, dead aliens. Found a double-headed penny the other day, that was pretty cool. Of course, it's not all fun and games though. Once the Avengers leave somewhere, we come in, we gather up all of Hawkeye's used arrows and we send them back to him. According to corporate, the Avengers don't see enough value in Hawkeye to pay him, as well as buying him new arrows every time. Personally, I'm surprised they still pay Hawkeye at all. Oh, and get this, last week, corporate gets us to clean up a bunch of radioactive material and they give me a suit with a hole in it. Naturally, I get some on my skin and to be honest, first I was excited. I thought, hey, maybe I'll get some powers out of this. No, instead I get a giant rash that will not go away no matter what I do. Ow! Spider. Hi, <laughs> oh, my name's Keith. It's great so, video. There's so many, there's so many jokes in that as well. There's like, there's like four or five good jokes in that. The thing, the thing that I was going to say that we talked about is that Oh my fucking God, I can't believe it. If I forget again. No, it's like, so here you're, not only are you, is the content performing well, but you're acting, which is what you wanted to do. You're directing and you're not chase, chasing trends. And that's the, yeah. that's the thing that I wanted to mention is that chasing trends can get you views in the short term, but it's so unsustainable because you're reacting all the time. Yeah. So here <coughs> is like, you can really tell that you've like hit your stride because you're kind of doing everything you want to do and it's performing well. Yeah. So yeah. like, did anything change at this point? Because that's a, what, whatever it is, like 20 million or what? I think it's like 14 or something 14, like Okay, yeah, 14 yeah. million views, which is absurd. Yeah. Like, so what's that moment like? It, um, it definitely changed the way I make videos. Like, um, that, that was kind of, I'd, I make documentaries in real life and um, I'd always enjoyed making mockumentaries. And I made this mockumentary, oh, I didn't even know, like, three or four months before that video and it didn't do well. And I don't really know why, but like it was a mockumentary on like living with Kermit the frog and Kermit the frog was like an alcoholic cause Miss Piggy left him. <laughs> and um, I, I just remember like really, really enjoying doing like a mockumentary style. And <clears throat> that kind of like after that video took off, which is also like a mockumentary, it kind of like completely changed the way I make videos in terms of like filming on a green screen all the time. That's kind of like, my thing now like mm. i feel like my videos have a very distinct look now because of that doing the mockumentary style like it, it just kind of yeah that video completely changed the way that i make videos for sure wow just in every way and it's cool that i we, we again stuff that comes up is like as a musician i'm posting on tiktok right i didn't necessarily have my sound like nailed down on what type of songs I wanted to make until I started getting that feedback. And then all of a sudden you have things go viral and you're like, oh, maybe I lean into this, maybe I lean into that. Yeah. It's such a good way to just like discover yourself as a creator or an artist to get well, that Well, that's what feedback. TikTok is so good for. Like, and people always compare to where you're at now. Yeah. And it's like, oh, how do, they, how do they come up with all that? And it's just like, you just got to start somewhere. You just got to start and you're going to start unraveling it as you go along and as you figure it out. And TikTok will like reward you by saying, well, this video sucks probably move on. <coughs> this yeah. video is great. Lean into this. And yeah. so it's almost like you're just testing with an audience so you can find your feet. Yeah. And like maybe you'll make massive mockumentaries in the future and it all started from TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always the option to make like, you know, large scale ones or something like that. Or I guess like a, I get a lot, but like a lot of my videos, I get a lot of comments saying it's similar to like what we do in the shadows. It's like the sa same sort of humor. It's that um, movie that um, Taika, Taika did with, uh, vampires it's like a mockumentary mm, about right. like a bunch of vampires that live yeah. in a share house and um yeah i could totally see myself doing something like that in the future like a uh, either a movie or like a tv series or something mm. but um i feel like that video specifically there was like a lot of reasons that did well 
because I got so many followers just from that one video. How many like, are we talking? I think it was like 200,000 or something. Yeah, wow. Like it was just fucking crazy. Like every yeah. day I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because um, like I had, first of all, the Thor's hammer thing, like picking up Thor's hammer. There were so many comments like, oh, he's worthy, man. Like he picked up the hammer. Oh, uh, nice. So there was that. There was, and then I also like kind of left it open for like a cliffhanger. So like the whole like series of videos thing is like, I feel like the hugest way of getting followers mm. is like having a continuous story or at least, yeah, like a people are like, oh, I want to see part two of this. And like having me get bitten by the spider at the end, people are like, oh shit, like <laughs> he's going to get superpowers. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. like Spider-Man. And so I feel like leaving it so open-ended like that was a huge way of people just being like, yeah. If I follow... Then I'm like, you'll see like the next part. And then also me like shitting on Hawkeye. There's so many comments. Yeah, I was going to say that was probably the one that I would have said that would be a big part that gets a lot of comments and stuff. Because everyone shits on Hawkeye. Yeah, heaps of people were like, bro, that's so true. And then there was like the (laughs) other half of it that were like, man, Hawkeye's the best, bro. Like, you don't know, you haven't read the comics, man. (laughs) (laughs) So are you getting any hate at at any point? Obviously, you had the, the friendship thing, which is part of the negative side of it. Yeah. But like in terms of the attention that you're getting online. Are there any negative comments in, in that sense? Um, surprisingly not. Like I'm pretty, pretty lucky. I'm pretty thankful that everyone in my audience and my community is, is actually really nice and really supportive. Like I think I can probably count on my hands the amount of like hate comments that I've sort of received, which is like, oh dude, so good. Yeah. But there's like one, the first hate comment I ever got and it just... It really stuck with me. <laughs> it really stuck with me forever because like first of all, I was like, okay, that kind of hurt. That was pretty brutal. And then also it was on a video that I really didn't like. And so it was kind of like a hint of truth. And yeah, I was yeah. like, those are the worst ones. Yeah, yeah. But he was like, um, he commented, This has to be and I quote, right? <laughs> this has to be the single most unfunny video I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. If you are considering doing this for a career, I would reevaluate your life choices. Oh my God. That's right. What do these people come from? I don't know. I was like, fuck this guy. I was like, I like checked his profile. I was like, oh, he's probably a fucking loser. <laughs> this dude's a triathlon athlete. And no I was way. like, what? I was like, I think he's right. <laughs> I think you might be onto something here. Damn, you should, get that, you should get that tattooed on your body. <laughs> yeah, just a really long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so weird. I don't know how people would say that. Like, if I even if I had that opinion, I just scroll. Sure. Like I'm not gonna. What value do you? I don't get it. Yeah. That sucks. Know. And and the worst part is that it wasn't a total. Obviously, it, it is a loser, yeah. but it wasn't someone who's doing like nothing with their life. Yeah. Who's just yeah. like throwing out bombs. That's yeah. Yeah. That, that's what hurt the most. Yeah. I was like, this guy's pretty jacked. <laughs> <Damn> it, <laughs> it's like you open it up it and it's good, just like. No, head of film school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, I know this guy. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Um, I guess the next thing I'm curious about is like what what happens next, and like we were mentioning just before the show that like this is now got to the point where it's a full time career, and then wherever that goes, like yeah, what are you thinking about it? We you kind of mentioned YouTube. Like where where does it go? I honestly don't know. I think I think the long term strategy for me is YouTube, but I think moving into mainstream media is probably the safest bet career wise. And like, I think that's kind of where I want to end up. So like I have a documentary that I want to make next year and um, just kind of like getting that, not just posting it on YouTube because you can post, you can make a documentary or like a TV series and post it on YouTube, but it doesn't count as like a credit. Like you can't like 
IMDb yourself on a YouTube mm. series. You know, you can't be like, I was the executive producer on a YouTube series. Just I mean, you can, but it's it's not the same legitimacy. People as don't recognize it or like yeah. respect it. Yeah. So getting it to a network or a TV, like a you know ABC or something like that, or Netflix or Stan, like legitimizes you so much more than just having a successful YouTube series. It's so crazy because like the reach that you have is probably more than like the ABC. But the idea that just because someone else with a with a salary hasn't said, hey, this is good enough for me to back it, it doesn't mean anything. It's so... And it's also like, I mean, f- uh, most short films, no one, barely, barely anyone ever sees them. Yeah. yeah. Like who's watching short films? I'm not. <laughs> I don't know many people who are watching short films. It's, like the, it's, it's, it's the same 20 people. Yeah, yeah. They go to all of them. And they yeah. jerk each other off in the process. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just, I watch YouTube. Just yeah. like most of the rest of the world. So it's mm. like, if you, you could have a series on YouTube and it could be massive, but it won't be respected. And I think this is where the industry is starting to shift a little bit. Um, it has to. And it, but I think it's also like, if you create good content, people respect that. Yeah. Well, hopefully. I mean, look at Baron, one of our friends I was mentioning to you. Like he's starting to get a lot of opportunities in the traditional field and he's leveraged TikTok to get that. But he's had to gain 3 million followers and like hundreds of millions of views just to get a snippet of like, oh, that maybe this guy has some potential. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no shit, yeah. he has potential. He's getting more views than your entire like... Production company. Yeah, than the yeah. 1,000 people in your production company are. Yeah. I mean, it's just such a old industry that like there are just so many things that are just tradition. Like working in the industry, I've just like, oh my God. Like even down to editing, like editing software was originally designed to be exactly the same as when you edit film. So you've got like your video timeline and then you've got like the audio Mm. timeline, like the tracks. And that's the same as like when you edit on film and no one has ever like, except for like Final Cut Pro, no one has ever like thrown that out the window and tried to like reinvent how you edit. People are just like, this is the closest to analog. Mm. So let's just make the digital version. And that's how people have been editing for the last like hundred years. Mm. Like, and there's, it's the same with, yeah, like credits and stuff like that. Like they mean... That's just how it's always been. So that's how it is kind of thing. And there's so many people that need to justify their it, job and yeah. their position and they feel threat. It is threatening. Like, you know, yeah. um, do you have any advice? Like, what would you have wanted to hear starting out as someone most, I guess more specifically, like someone who is into <coughs> your style of content, like filmmaking, directing, documentaries, acting, that the more like, I guess, coming from that side of things. Yeah. Because well, like, from my perspective, like, I don't know, anyone in film should be putting out content. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what do you, what do you expect is going to happen? Like most people I know in film are intelligent enough to recognize that the main reason you go to film is to build a network and connections. It's less the education. Like film school. Absolutely. Yeah. Film school. Exactly sorry. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, well, if you're going to do that, you should be also be intelligent enough to recognize that in your spare time, you should be putting out content. Yeah. It's like, cause if you, if you've got someone with content who puts like you, you know, a bunch of followers, they put a good quality content and you've got someone who doesn't, and they have to make a decision with who they're going to go with. Who, who do you think they're going to choose? Yeah. Just supply, demand. It's just kind of economics. Yeah, totally. I think, um, yeah, my advice would be just to do it. Don't wait for, like, don't wait for roles. Don't wait for the opportunity to arise. Just start making videos. I mean, mm. even looking at my videos when I first started, I was like, yeah, I'm a film bro. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I'm sure I can make pretty good content. And you just look at the significant, like, difference between like my first videos and now and that's just from just doing it the only way you can get experience and get better is just to do it yeah and yeah that's that's my biggest advice so many people i know talk about i want to start a youtube channel or i want to start making content but that's all it ever is is just the conversation about they want to start and i just the best advice is just to do it don't 
No one cares about like no one. Everyone is so self-absorbed in their own life. No one's really going to care. Apart from that one triathlon guy. Oh, exactly. <laughs> that triathlon guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't worry about what other people think. No one cares. Just do exactly what you want and just go out and do it if that's what you want to do. Love yeah. it. No, great message. Couldn't agree more. So on that note, Jackson, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Shit, yeah. Mates are great. I will jump over to the Brian and Pace show. Have a little bit more fun. <laughs> Alrighty. Sounds good. Thank, Thank you. you, guys. Cheers.